Good evening, Don't Unfriend Me Nation. My name is Matthew Spear. I'm the host of Don't Unfriend Me. This is episode 445. Good to have you here in the house. What are we talking about tonight? Well, the transphobic conversation, the transgender conversation, really a microcosm of the U.S. population, but it seems to monopolize most of our topics. Now, I've done plenty of shows on it myself. This really isn't that. I'm not going to get into the debate about transgender bathrooms and what our kids need to learn and not need to learn and what books are okay and what isn't. Really, those are personal choices from you, and I am here just to bring you information, and then you can decide. In this one, it's a little bit different. A amazing game has come out, Hogwarts Legacy. It's a video game, and it has created a ton of controversy, again, around J.K. Rowling. It seems that the left should be pushing J.K. Rowling to a position of omnipotence within their party. She's a rag-to-riches story. She was living in her vehicle. She wrote an amazing amount of literature that has inspired millions upon millions of children and young adults and adults all around the world inspired them. I've got a story to share with you about some veterans tonight. I'm going to read that to you. We're going to talk a little bit about what's going on with the game and why it's so popular and why the left really don't want anything to do with J.K. Rowling anymore simply because She did what she should always do, which is state her opinion, whether that's in literary form or on the pulpit. Stick around. I'm going to let you listen to Eli Crane, and I'll be right back with the show. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, Matt, congratulations on your success, brother. And uh, I really appreciate you giving, you know, both sides, you know, and just free speech, the opportunity to have a platform, dude. Got it. You got it. Thanks for everything you've done for this country, Eli. We'll talk next time. Tell Jen hello, and I'll have this ready in a couple of hours, and you can uh, share it and take a look. I thank you, man. Thanks, brother. All right. Bye-bye. Once again, thanks so much for watching the Don't Unfriend Me show and Eli for your endorsement. I greatly appreciate it. J.K. Rowling, and what are we doing tonight in regards to this? Well, J.K. has faced immense amount of criticism for some from individuals and groups on the political left for her views on issues related to gender and trans rights. Now, I want to be very clear. If you don't know who J.K. Rowling is, she uh, wrote the literary works of Harry Potter. Uh, She was responsible for being a very integral part to the movies. There's been games, Universal Studios, Harry Potter World. I mean, it's an insane amount of money, and it's worth billions of dollars. Now, J.K. Rowling was one of the most richest women on the planet, but something happened. And what simply happened is that she made a tweet that some people didn't like. Specifically, some people have accused Rowling of transphobia, citing her comments on social media and in public statements as evidence. On June 6, 2020, Rowling retweeted this photo here, an op-ed piece that discussed people who menstruate, apparently taking issue with the fact that the story did not use the word women. People who menstruate, in quotes, I'm sure there used to be a word for these people, she said. Someone help me out. A wombin, a wimpund, a womud, she wrote. 
Rowling has expressed concern about changes to laws and policies that allow individuals to self-identify their gender without the need for medical diagnoses or treatment. She has also expressed support for women-only spaces, such as bathrooms and changing rooms, and has been critical of some aspects of the trans rights movement. These views have led some individuals and organizations on the left really to criticize Rowling and call for boycotts of her work, and it's been quite effective as her overall value has decreased from a financial standpoint, but more importantly, if you ask J.K. Rowling, probably her word and impact and what she has to say. Some have argued that her views are harmful to trans individuals and perpetuate discrimination and prejudice. Others have defended her right to express her opinions and have criticized what they see as an overly aggressive and intolerant approach to differing views within the progressive community. That initial tweet garnered a lot of backlash, but the Harry Potter, Potter author did not relent and wrote about her views in more detail and says, if sex isn't real, quote, there's no same-sex attraction. If sex isn't real, the lived reality of women globally is erased. I know and love trans people, but erasing the concept of sex removes the ability of many to meaningfully discuss their lives. If it isn't hate to speak the truth, then really it isn't hate to speak the truth, she tweeted. The idea that women like me, who have been empathetic, she continues, to trans people for decades, feeling kinship because they're vulnerable in the same way as women, i.e. to male violence, hate trans people because they think sex is real and has lived consequences, is utter nonsense. She continued, I respect every trans person's right to live any way that feels authentic and comfortable to them. I'd march with you if it were discriminated against on the basis of being trans. At the same time, my life has been shaped by being female, and I do not believe it's hateful to say so. Overall, the controversy surrounding Rowling highlights ongoing debates and tensions within the left over issues related to gender and sexuality and identity, as I alluded to earlier. So what is this all about and why is this so important to the conversation? Well, it's fairly simple. There is a new video game out. It's called Hogwarts Legacy. It's one that I have been playing for a couple of weeks now. I have been a fan of the Harry Potter franchise and I have played the other video games and I'm a little bit of a, a video game enthusiast. I was quite the nerd growing up and then became more of a jock, I would guess you would say. And then alas, here we are today where I'm a nice balance of both, I would guess. But I love video games. I heard about this five years ago. I was excited about it. Then I saw the video three years ago and I was immediately hooked. This game is immensely popular. Popular. It's already made billions. It will probably be one of the top video games of all time, at least probably in the top five. Hogwarts Legacy, the stats so far released by Warner Brothers, the games have revealed that the massively successful game has already racked up 267 million hours played with 1.25 billion Dark Wizards defeated, 393 million magical plants grown, and 242 million potions brewed. I'd like to think that I have a very large chunk of those thus far. When we look at it a little bit more in depth, and, and this is probably the most important thing, is seeing this from a perspective that might help you understand why it's so amazing. Because a lot of people are just like, this is a kid's story. Why is this important? Well, the reason why is because it has helped many 
many children, just like the Star Wars movies were so fantastic in my generation, the story is very similar, but instead of having a sci-fi edge to it, it's more fantasy, more wizard-esque and dwarves and that type of stuff. Now, when you look at this story that I'm about to tell you, let's imagine that there's a group of veterans who had returned home from serving their country. And if you imagine that, well, that's a good thing because this is actually a true story. They were struggling to adjust to civilian life, and many of them were dealing with physical injuries, PTS, and other mental issues that made it difficult for them to feel like they belonged in their communities. And one day, a local bookstore owner decided to start a book club for veterans and chose the Harry Potter Potter series as their first book to read together. Now, at first, some of the veterans were a little bit skeptical about reading a children's book, and they expressed that it might not be up to speed for them, that they were hard chargers and everything else, like veterans are very alpha. But they quickly found themselves drawn into the magical world of Hogwarts, as millions of others have, and the adventures of Harry, Ron, and Hermione. As they read through the series, the veterans found themselves identifying with the characters in new ways. They saw themselves in Harry, who had faced trauma and loss, but had found a sense of purpose and belonging through his friendships and his fight against Voldemort. They related to Ron's struggles with anxiety and self-doubt and were inspired by Hermione's intelligence and courage. And through the book club, the veterans began to connect with one another in new ways. They shared their own stories and experiences and found a sense of camaraderie and support that they had been missing since leaving the military. They even began to use Harry Potter references in their conversations and bonded over their shared love for the series. Over time, the veterans began to see the world in a new light. They started to see their own struggles as part of a larger story and found comfort in the idea that they too could overcome their challenges and find their own path forward. They even started to volunteer at local schools and other veteran hospitals, reading Harry Potter, reading the Harry Potter series to children and each other and sharing their own stories of service and sacrifice. And maybe there is something that should separate a person's creative works versus their personal opinions, distinguishing between a person's opinions and the value they bring to a conversation or situation. People may have differing opinions and beliefs, but they can still contribute valuable ideas, insights, and skills. This can help us engage in more productive conversations and collaborations, and can help us appreciate the diversity of perspectives and experiences that people bring to the table. But not if we cancel them and shun them into obscurity. Now, you might ask the question, Matt, why are people making a big deal of this? Once again, you haven't explained it just because this new game came out. Well, there is a portion of the game that has a character in it, and people are assuming that the character is transgender based upon their name in the in the overall game. Now, I have played this game uh, quite a bit. We're probably looking at about a good hundred hours into the video game. Yes, I know that it's an obsession. And I love it. But The character in the story is there for a brief second. Uh, She is she, he, whatever, is responsible for a very small quest chain that takes, I don't know, probably uh, maybe an hour to to, to overall um, navigate through. Uh, The only difference with her is she looks exactly like anyone else or he, because I don't know. I think people are making a mountain out of a molehill. But the difference is, is that, the, the voice of the character is very, very deep and does sound like a man. Now, people are saying, oh, well, this is, this is horrible. You can't do this. This is transphobic. Well, if they seamlessly integrated a transgender character where nobody really knew 
or if they did, nobody really cares, then that's a success. It's not like the Marvel movies or it's not like the Disney flicks, which force it down your throat until you can't stand it and have to get up and leave. Now, I also want to say something. If people think that this game is somehow homophobic or transphobic or whatever, or that it's woke, because there's another side of people that's saying because there's a trans character in it, it's woke. All sides are wrong. First of all, it's not transphobic because it's got a trans character, but it's also probably one of the most diverse casts. You have Indian people, Chinese people, black, white. It doesn't matter. Every race seems, you have a Pakistani guy in it. It's insane. And when you actually can build your character, you don't have a choice between 67 genders. You pick a man or a woman or a boy or a girl. Folks, not everything needs to be an issue. Not everything needs to be controversial. And I think the Harry Potter game does an amazing job of really kind of trying to shut everybody up and just play the effing game because that's what it's about. But alas, that's the whole point. It's a game. It's fantasy. None of these characters are real. It's not supposed to signify what we are or dignify who we think we need to be. It's 1800s England. Everybody should be white and only white and talk with funny accents and drink a lot of tea and just get away from being the empire that they were. Folks, here's what it comes down to. Lighten up. The game is fantastic. Have some fun. And if you can't do that, pull your head from your posterior and try to focus on the things, the everyday things that give you happiness. Because obviously, this can't. You don't have to like what J.K. Rowling says, but you should damn well listen to her and support her right to say it. If only for the millions of people she has impacted positively, only to castigate her from society because of a few tweets and not the millions of lives she has impacted positively. I don't know J.K. Rowling. I don't like her politics, but I do give her the utmost respect for her works, and I can separate the two. Most conversations that I have, I try to see what people are saying based upon their individual experience, because that's really will help you understand why individual rights are so important. What is important to one may not be important to the other, but it doesn't mean we shouldn't take the time to listen to them because you never know when your turn is going to be, when you want to get up on stage and advocate for a certain cause or a certain belief or something that's important to you that other people may not understand. It really is a cyclical event that has transformed our entire country over many times by listening to the person who may not have the loudest voice. If only we could find a way to turn off the group that wants to shut the other down. Folks, thanks for watching my show tonight. I appreciate it. My name is Matthew Spear. I am the host of Don't Unfriend Me. I will go out like I always do with the Veteran Crisis Hotline, but if you would do me a favor and like, share, subscribe, and all that stuff, please, to my channel, I would appreciate it, at The Dumb Show. You can also stop by and get this beautiful flag behind me, a wooden flag made by Jason and Katie from Percival Flags. It is pfcflags.com. Stop on by, pick up a great American flag made by to Arden Patriots. Folks, thanks so much for everything you do. Please come by tonight at 8.30. I will be live, and you can find my recorded show usually between 7 and 9 o'clock, Monday through Friday, and I'll have it up on all the social media channels. I will go out with the Veteran Crisis Hotline like I always do. God bless, take care of each other, and let's listen to people we disagree with because you never know what you could possibly learn. I'll see you tonight, or I'll see you tomorrow. God bless. I'm David Boreanaz with the Cast of SEAL team. And we have an important message for returning vets. We want you to know if you're struggling to cope, 
there's help and it's just a phone call away. The Veterans Crisis Line is staffed with experienced professionals who know your struggles. There's no greater sacrifice in service to our country. We're able to enjoy our freedoms because of it. Your service is important. You are important. For vets and their families, the Veterans Crisis Line is here to help 24 hours a day. Please call.